Hello, and welcome to one whole year of Cavancast. That makes it sound like this is a year-long episode. Can you imagine? That's like a coma episode. <laughs> right, I have a lot of time for you guys. I don't have that much time. I apologize. But what I do have time for today is a very special type of episode where to celebrate one year of Cavancast. Well, technically a bit over. I, I uploaded episode one on September the 2nd. 2021, which does not feel like a year ago. That's crazy to me. But I am so glad I did. And for anyone that has been listening since the beginning, my heart belongs to you. Well, a bit of it. I've got a, I've got a divvy somehow. But you can have a little bit. Just a, a smidge. Just a soupçon. A soupçon of my heart. But I appreciate you. Thank you very much. And whether you've listened from the beginning or whether you jumped in halfway through or whether this is your first episode, thank you for being here. And I hope you enjoy the questions I am going to... uh, I hope you enjoy the answers I give to the questions that have been asked. I asked on Twitter. I asked on uh, Instagram. And that is it. And I got a lot of lovely questions so thank you for sending in a question i'm going to answer some of them in this episode i can't get through all of them um so what i'm probably going to do is uh after this at some point just do a live stream where i'll um i'll answer all the questions but if you're listening to this like two months down the line i'm sorry you probably missed it but i can't i can't do everything i am but a man Either way, um, I think we should just get into it. Um, let's have some fun. Let's get into some questions. I haven't done a Q&A in, for anything in a long time, so let's hope I can still answer a question. One plus one is nine. So the, 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 first, the first question that was asked was by Ren. And listen to this for an eloquent, cavern-cast style of a question. In the calm of the morning, what is something you see or think of that brings peace to your soul? Come on now, Ren. Ah, oh, very good. An amazing first question. And truthfully, the calm itself, the quietness, the tranquility. I try my best to take it in and store it for a time when the outside world doesn't have a lot of it. The world is kind of built around intense stimulation. So um, when, when I feel like I, I need that calm, if I've got it stored up, that always helps me a lot. I think taking every moment I can to be grateful for and appreciate the silence allows me to have access to it when I need it. There you go. One question down. What a starter. What a kickoff. Love that. Thank you, Ren. Next, Rissa, uh, 
tasks. What's your comfort food? Some of you might be given very strange accents. I apologize. What's your comfort food? Waffles, my dude. They're my happy place. Any kind of breakfast food, really. Um, fan of a pancake. Uh, I like chicken and waffles, actually. I never, I never was okay with the concept to begin with. And then, um, I had some really good chicken and waffles. I've just got a thing about fried chicken at the moment. So, that's pretty good. But yeah, waffles, syrup, pancakes, like a fry up, like an Eng- like a, like a full English fry up, eggs, bacon, sausages, mmm, all of that, all the good stuff, man. Like I've never, I've never been crazy about food in the way that like some people get really like a lot of joy out of really good food, except breakfast food. Like it will genuinely lift my serotonin levels for the day. So, um, I'm a brunch baby. There's your answer. The next question is from, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Marbidal? 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 Marbidal. I'm, I'm gonna say it confidently. Marbidal. How did you come up with the idea for the podcast and did you have any doubts starting it the idea came about because i really liked the idea of creating something that replicated the feeling of those conversations that you had late like in the quiet of the night about everything and about nothing there's a beautiful like magic and like organicness about those conversations that just pierce the silence of the night really like subtly and I miss them I don't don't really have them much anymore sometimes I do but they're rare enough for me to miss um so I tried this I tried this with that same kind of mentality and um I I think it seems to be working. As for doubts, yes, absolutely, absolutely. My mind tries to doubt everything I do before I do it. And then I try my best to do it anyway. I will always try and do those things in spite of the doubts and in spite of the anxiety because nine out of ten times they're usually unfounded. So, screw it. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, so what? But here we are a year later, so high five. I hope you did it. I hope you put your hand up. I really hope you put your hand up. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I did. Okay, so A asks, Opinions on cheese. Also, to you, what is God? My favourite pairing of questions so far, mostly because this is how a lot of conversations with me tend to go. Like that is a perfect, a perfect representation of the co- the types of conversation that I just talked about. You talk about everything and nothing, literally. Cheese opinions on cheese and thoughts about God and the creation of the universe. <laughs> 
Also, before I answer this question, I'm going to prove to you that a cheese sandwich is better than God. Because nothing is better than God. But a cheese sandwich is better than nothing. God, I love... (laughs) God, I love... I love the English language for allowing that to make sense. Ha 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 ha. I will now answer the question. Cheese is very good. I like cheese. That was a very Donald Trump answer. I like cheese. I love cheese. All types of cheese. They're all great. Oh, I haven't done my Trump accent in a while. Anyway, um, I do. I like cheese. My favorite's Gouda. And, oh, and by the way, Lily also asked that question. Um, what is my favorite cheese? So, yeah, my favorite's Gouda. It actually is. Not just from the She's the Man reference. I actually do love Gouda. Because the first time I had it, uh, I, I, I had it because Marshall on How I Met Your Mother, um, the, him and Lily were having a uh, having people round. Like, Lily organizes everything, but he's really, like, the cheese is, like, his thing. Like, he always, when they're, like, hosting dinner parties, he always, like, sorts out the cheese. And to every, like, everyone that comes in, he's like, you should really try the Gouda. Don't skip on the Gouda. You guys tried the Gouda? And I just, and I was like, I've never tried Gouda. I really hope it's good. I'm going to try it because of this. And then I did. And it was great. So, there we go. But God... Oh, man. Um, In my honest opinion, from the experience that I've had throughout life so far, and that's what I try and base most of my beliefs on, is personal experience. I reckon, right, God is everything. God is everything. God is me. God is you. And I don't mean that in a religious way. Not Christian, not Jewish, not anything just in a, yeah, in a, in, a, in a we're all connected and all part of the same thing. We are all one. My toes are your toes kind of thing, proverbially. And semi-literally, because we're all part of the same thing. I hope that makes sense. I don't need to go on some deep dive about this. I feel like that's a kind of, that's a decent enough answer where it kind of makes sense. We're all just one thing. God is everything. La da 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 da. Be kind to each other. Be kind to yourself. Badum. Next question. Kate, your fears, if any. Cool. Uh, light-hearted question time. Uh, wasps and also getting to wherever my deathbed will be lying upon it and thinking, ah, should have done that when I had the chance. I'm American at the end, apparently. By the time by the time I get to the end of my life, I will be American. Um, yeah, thinking, should have done this, wish I'd done that. I wasted too much time on fears that didn't matter. Except wasps, because wasps are dicks. That one was valid. Laura. Hello, Laura. Laura asked, do you like the person you have become? or are becoming? And what's your favorite pairing with coffee or tea? I'm liking the the deep and not so deep pairings here, guys. Very good. Big fan. Um, 
fa- oh, this is going to be such a wanky answer. My favorite pairing with. It's true, though, and I'm going to embrace who I am because that's how I feel. My favorite pairing with coffee or tea is morning silence. Silence in the morning. Because, like, the first cup of tea or coffee when you've just woken up and there is that silence in the early morning, like what I was talking about earlier on, and it just punctuates the start of the day for me in the best way. Also, perhaps a Biscoff biscuit from time to time, is also a, a welcome pairing. Um, and do I do I like the person I am becoming? In all honesty, I think I feel more like the person I was, just without a load of the shit attached. I feel like I'm shedding. Same person, but healthier in mind, body, and soul. Yeah, like, I mean, I've changed. Everybody kind of changes. You know, mindsets change, and technically all our cells change, and we all become different people, and blah, 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 blah. But in terms of who I am at my core, this period of my life, this this metamorphic, gooey transition period, which I spoke about in the last episode, remember the goo, um, has allow me to not necessarily become this whole new person, but become a very grounded version of the me that has always been there without the noise and without a lot of the the stuff I'd been indirectly forced to learn because of my environment. And I'm now unlearning it all. And it's so liberating and very, very freeing. Um... So I encourage that, that for wherever you are on your journey. Shedding a lot of the poop is good. A few people have asked what my favorite episode of the podcast is that I've recorded. And I genuinely think it's the first one. Episode number one. There was, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. Um, There was such an interesting energy to it a whole year ago especially with the the uninvited co-host that was the fly so many like just weird things happened in that episode um it was a very stars aligning thing and there was something that happened when i was recording and editing it that just felt what i was doing was right i was like this is this is i felt that it was a good choice and then the reaction to it was great, and the, like just the whole process of that first episode, um, everything just sat right, and I, it was the the best start to anything I'd ever done, and it's carried on. This 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 is the best thing I've ever done, I think, in terms of the the, the good I feel it's doing for, for for you guys and for me and in general and for the reasons I'm doing it. Everything's just coming from the right place. So, episode one, the beginning. There you go. Also, it was very freeing and liberating for my mind just to let it go wherever it wanted to go. And um, and that was very good. That was another sort of thing where I can go, ah, this can be like therapy. Yay. I don't have to pay 150 quid an hour for it. Yay. <laughs>
therapy doesn't have to be that expensive, by the way, if you're thinking about therapy. One, that's private, and two, it, it doesn't have to be that expensive. It was just for the point of the joke. Um, but I don't. I made the joke, and then I was thinking, oh, I don't want to put people off going to therapy if they need therapy. So go get therapy if you need therapy. <laughs> anyway, Morgan. Morgan has asked, what is your favorite natural phenomenon? They said theirs are fairy rings or ball lightning, and I don't know what either of those are, so I'm going to look them up first because that interests me. Fairy rings are a naturally occurring ring of mushrooms, Uh, also known as elf rings or pixie rings. In English and Celtic folklore, it is said that they were caused by fairies or elves dancing in a circle. And if a human was to join in the dance, by stepping inside the circle, they would be punished and made to dance inside the ring till they passed out from exhaustion. So I'm just getting images of this like RuPaul, RuPaul? Ru, RuPaul style, like lip sync, dance off, lip sync for your life type dance off thing happening and they they all do like death drops at the end probably because that's what i do i would just absolutely go for it if i was if i was being made to dance by a load of mythical creatures you best believe i'm gonna work and ball lightning is a rare and unexplained phenomenon where there is literally a ball of lightning that appears ranging from pea-sized to several meters in diameter. So this, I just imagine this is like a Super Saiyan thing for any Dragon Ball Z fans there. Um, But either way, that is really cool. And apparently they just hang out for a bit as well. Like they're not just like quick, like normal lightning. They just kind of like chill for a bit. Like what up? I'm a, I just be balling, you know, I'm a ball, just balling, you know how it is, just balling, that's very cool, I, I was walking, oh, this was great, so, so there's been a festival in my hometown, um, this weekend, right, and, um, it hasn't been on in three years, everybody thought it was gonna, like, chuck it down with rain this whole weekend and everyone was like are you going and people were like yeah but if it's raining probably not and there was just this kind of like apathetic ideology about it and for the whole weekend it wasn't just not raining the weather wasn't even an issue it wasn't too hot it wasn't too cold it wasn't miserable it wasn't windy it wasn't raining it wasn't it just wasn't anything and the festival was just great it was a wonderful vibe everyone was very happy and at midnight on the last day i was walking a friend home and literally midnight hit and we saw lightning heard thunder and the heavens opened and not just like rain, I mean this was torrential. I walked back and by the time I got back to the van, I looked like I'd just jumped in a swimming pool. And it was like a five or ten minute walk. Mental. But me and my friend both were of the opinion of like, she held off. Mother Nature just held off as long as she could and then just gave it 
all. All at once, she just opened up and gave it. And I just stood there and took it in. That's probably why I looked like I was jumping into a swimming pool because I just stood there and, and embraced it. You have to in a thunderstorm, right? But I didn't see ball lightning. Anyway, um, personally, I'm a Northern Lights guy. That is that is my favorite uh, natural phenomenon. Phenomenon? Phenomenon. Aurora Borealis. At this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely within your kitchen. Yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, Aurora Borealis. Definitely not a bore to me. <laughs> I find it quite interesting, actually. Never seen them. Never seen the Northern Lights. I need to. It's, it's a bucket list thing, for sure. Um, I also like... Uh, the there's this thing called the rainbow eucalyptus tree i don't know if you guys have heard about this it's a tree that just looks like someone has thrown a dump load of paint on it like all these different colors and no one really knows why it's like that and that's why i kind of like it is because there isn't really a scientific explanation no one can really figure it out and i think that's pretty dope i like the unexplained ones it's like the earth has its secrets Got some secrets over there, don't you? Little planet. Got some secrets. Yeah, and so it should. So it should. Anna asks, A song that is on a loop in your head right now. That would be My Hero by the Foo Fighters. As I woke up yesterday morning and impulsively, the most impulsive, one of the most impulsive things I've ever done, looked on a re a ticket reselling website for any tickets that were available to the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert at Wembley Stadium. I had never seen the Foo Fighters. They were at the top of my list. I love Taylor Hawkins, the drummer of the Foo Fighters. Was devastated when he passed away. And I just thought I I, I need to go. I woke up that morning thinking I just need to go. There was one ticket available on this reselling website at face value and I bought it bought it it was legit drove to Wembley and had an amazing time at the gig and the reason that my hero is the song that is stuck in my head is because it was my favorite moment of the concert where Taylor Hawkins son Shane played the song on drums with the rest of the Foo Fighters the whole day you could feel the love the emotion, the warmth, and the outpouring of respect for the amazing drummer and person that Taylor Hawkins was. But when when his own son played drums with Dave and the rest of the Foo Fighters, it transcended man. Being being there and seeing that happened and knowing that that was the moment and then coming back afterwards and seeing that being the clip that all like the media outlets had picked up on it was so obvious like every act there that day was amazing queen paul mccartney acdc like all of them phenomenal chrissy hind the pretenders like so many awesome people but that for me and i think so many other people was just I think it escapes words a little bit and um, 
Yeah, I think it was a hell of a send-off. So that's the song that's in my head. Aspen asks, is there a word you have an aversion to or that you dislike? I've never liked the word snog. Oh, it's raining, by the way. The storm has come back. I've seen lightning out of the window. Of the, well, not the window, out of the fan of my van. Which is still leaking. I tried to fix it again and it's still... It doesn't matter. We're living in the moment. Right now I'm here chatting with you guys. Man. It's definitely not as bad though. Like considering the torrential downpour that there was. It's kind of alright. Anyway. Um... Yeah, so if you hear the rain, uh, you're welcome, or I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, I've never liked the word snog. I hate the word snog. Not because of the meaning. Um, Meaning's great. It's a great thing. But uh, it's the worst way to connote what is happening. It's like you can't have got onomatopoeia so wrong... It makes it sound just... Bleh. It's horrible. Snog. Oh, it means make out, by the way. French kiss. It like it means like... In case you didn't know, but snog is the word. Oh, give us a snog. Give us a snog. Like, you can't... You can't... can't pull anyone with that. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to pull anyone like that, and I wouldn't want to be pulled like that. That's disgusting. Snog. No. There you go. Oh, also, a lot of people are, um, a lot of people are asking how I'm doing as well, and I am, I'm good for today. I haven't been, but I'm, I'm good for today. That's all, that's all that matters. I don't, I don't know how, if I'm going to be good or if I'm going to be bad, and do you know what, it doesn't matter because I know either way it's going to pass. The bad will lead to the good and the good will lead to the bad, and that that's just what happens. All I'm trying to do is take care of myself enough that the good outweighs the bad, and I know I'm on the right path, and although I, I have a a wiring that leads me towards the the lower end of the feeling spectrum. Yeah, it just means I have to do the work more consistently to to keep the balance internally. Which is good. Because it's you know, it's all the more reason to build good habits. All of those things I, I try to do and practice, like meditation Gratitude, empathy, you know, exercise, challenging myself, decent rest, all that kind of stuff. Like, they all make me a better person. Um, As well as feeling like a better person, they make me a better person internally and externally. So it's win-win, really. It's just not always easy. But we do it anyway. When the simple stuff feels like a challenge 
overcoming it is like a good little boost to get you started again. And you can do that by doing simple things. A little boost of dopamine for having a shower, or brushing your teeth, gaining momentum. Yeah, man. You can always flip the narrative. Anyway, thanks for asking, everyone. Lenny. Lenny asks, will you bring on... Oh, I haven't, I haven't given people accents. Oh, where did that idea go? Lenny. Will you ever bring on other people? I'm going with Lenny from Of Mice and Men, apparently. Will you ever bring on other people? Yes. As in, to the podcast, I imagine. Yes, absolutely. But they have to be the right kind of people. People who, who fit the vibe. Um, and that I could have that converse, kind of conversation with someone that would be down for, like... Yeah, not even someone that would be down for it. Like, just someone that can kind of go off on tangents and... It, you can... Ah, I'm trying to think how to explain it. It's kind of like a dance. You know, some people, some people you can, you can dance well with and you just have a similar style. Um, and rhythmically you're kind of the same. And then some people it just doesn't work with. It's kind of the same with the conversation. And there's a, um, there's a, a certain amount of leniency that you give each other where it's like, it doesn't matter if we, go off of one point and don't really come back to it you're not like we're not holding on to stuff and you know it has to be someone that listens well and th there has to be like a, a back and forth and I don't really know how to explain it I hate explaining stuff like that like, but do you know what I mean I hope you know what I mean um, yeah it's very hard to explain which is why I haven't had anyone on the podcast so far <laughs> Um, but absolutely, I would love to. Also, someone that would be all right with just being in, in a van. I could go like, do you want to just come in my van and talk? It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Don't worry, it's comfortable. I have benches now. Great. That makes it all the more enticing. Oh, man. Um, The answer is yes, I would love to. Um, people have asked about my comfort films as well. Um, and honestly, it's anything Studio Ghibli, really. The art style, the music, the pace, and more than anything, it's the way that they can show the beauty of the everyday like the everyday simple things in life they can make water or like a piece of fruit on a tree seem like the most amazing thing the planet has ever given and i don't i don't know any other kind of films that can do that and for me what brings me comfort is something that can bring me back down to earth in that kind of way and make me appreciate the little things because they're all around us. So if, if if something can bring my mind back to that, back to that kind of baseline, yeah, I'm solid. That's comfort to me. And Studio Ghibli does that 
better than anything else. In my opinion, if you've never watched a Studio Ghibli film, I strongly recommend, for this purpose, uh, Spirited Away, Kiki's Delivery Service, Howl's Moving Castle, um, and Ponyo. I think Ponyo is quite like that. Um, yeah, those four would be good to get you started. You are welcome. Cadence asks, why did you decide to live in a van? Really, it was because I'm at a time in my life where being on my own is the best thing for me. And living in a flat or a house on your own is sickeningly, disgustingly expensive at the moment. So that's about it, really. I actually didn't put too much thought into it and there wasn't a lot of time before buying the van and deciding to live in it that I'd wanted to do it. That I even thought about it being a possibility. And then it all kind of just happened and, and here I am, a year later, pretty much. Um, with still so much I can do on it and I just love having my own space and every every morning I can wake up and every night I can go to bed and look around and go, I built this. I, I built this all by myself, having known nothing about it, about how to build stuff and how to do that kind of stuff. And it allows me to be grateful for the capacity to learn and to be able to overcome the challenges of, of stuff like this. Basically, it lets me know I'm not an idiot, and that's good for my self-esteem. So, if you want good self-esteem, live in a van. <laughs> if you if you want the TLDR version of, of that, for good self-esteem, that's why I live in a van. Good self-esteem eternally, eternally, internally, because don't expect to get self-esteem from other people when you tell them you live in a van, because... The amount of weird eye rolls I've gotten <laughs> is fantastic. But yeah, for your own internal self-esteem, which is the only self-esteem that should matter anyway, it's very good. Hello130614 asks, What is your favorite ice cream flavor? That was like pitched down grew. Wasn't it? What's your favorite ice cream flavor? What the f- I have always been a strawberry dude. Um, love it, love it. But, you know, also Neapolitan. Strawberry can be part of things. Strawberry cheesecake, strawberries and cream. But strawberry in general. Um, but I had Scottish tablet. For the first time, I don't even really know what it is still, but it's damn good. There's this restaurant cafe that I go to in Scotland, um, and um, they, yeah, they they did Scottish tablet. I had this waffle with like some strawberry and some Scottish tablet, and it was with like this Kinder Bueno sauce, man. I was in heaven. What a hell of a time. 
Um, yes, I will be doing the dream episode for everyone that has been asking. I just want to make it a good one and make sure I've done the research and make it worth it. Okay? But it'll be soon. It'll be soon. Naomi asks, I'm moving abroad soon and I'm extremely anxious. Any advice or reassuring words? Naomi, you sound like Paddington Bear, apparently. Uh, I do. I do have advice for you. We are way better at adapting than we think we are. Being nervous about something like this is absolutely a normal reaction, 100% valid. Um, and allowing yourself to have a settling in period and allowing there to be a discomfort will probably actually shorten the amount of time that you are in uncomfortable. If you just allow it to happen, trust that you will be okay and trust that it will work out. It will. You are capable of way more than you think and you're going to be absolutely fine and you'll have a great time if you give yourself some time to just adapt and don't rush it. Embracing the transitional discomfort is one of the best things you can do. So good luck, Naomi, aka Paddington Bear. I hope you have fun traveling over to London from Peru. Hedda asks, if you could drop everything and go anywhere, where? They would go to the glowing worm caves. I mean... Sounds pretty dope, I'm not going to lie. But personally, I would go to a recording studio in the middle of nowhere. Spend about six weeks there and record an album. That is 100% what I do. It's all I want to do right now. That's how I spent my birthday recently. Oh, it was my birthday the other day. Happy birthday to me. Um... Yeah, I spent my birthday recording music because that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> if you were a dish, food-wise, what dish would you be and why? A nice slice of warm chocolate cake. Michaela asks, what's my favorite memory from my childhood? Uh, Christmas when I was 10 years old. I think I've spoken about that before, but it was just, it was perfect. Everything that I associate good about Christmas happened then. It was magic, absolute magic, and um, yeah, that's it. People have been asking what my MBTI type is, and I don't know. I'll do it, and I'll 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 put it on something else. I'll let you guys know what it is. Um, I did it ages ago, but I, I can't remember why I am. Gracelyn asks, what's your favorite color today? Like I'm that much of a fickle person that I'm just going to change it tomorrow. That's fair, I probably will. But today it's green. It's been green for a while. Used to be purple, now it's green. But like forest green, you know what I mean? 
Mm. Go-to snack is Monster Munch or Pringles. Also like Percy Pigs at the moment. And Lee asks, can you clean your mirror? And the answer to that is no, I will never clean my mirror. And I think we'll have one more for the episode here. And we're going to end it on a light note. From Abby. What's the most useless talent that you have? It is this. Ta-da! Well, I mean, it might not be the most useless talent. It provides slight entertainment. So, you know, silver linings. And with that, I'm going to love you and leave you and say thank you for your questions and say I'm so happy that I've been doing this for a year. I've never been a massively committed person. Um, I know I took a, uh, a few weeks off, so this isn't episode 52, but it is an episode a year into me doing this. Um, pretty consistently. Probably more consistency, consistently than I've done a lot of stuff. And you know what? When you do stuff for the right reasons, it makes stuff so much easier. I've learned a lot of lessons in my life. And one of the biggest ones is I'm done wasting time on stuff that doesn't serve me and doesn't serve other people. When I should be putting my time into stuff like this. Stuff that I am grateful for and stuff that you guys seem to be very grateful for. And I am... I'm grateful that you're grateful, honestly. No, I genuinely am. I don't mean that as a joke at all. I smile every time I read a message from one of you saying that this has helped in some way. Ranging from having me on in the background to maybe finally getting some sleep after not having it for a while. I'm very glad I'm here, and I'm very glad you're here too. Thank you for your questions. Please take care of yourself. Please be kind to yourself, and I will speak to you soon. Okay.